This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 262. What was that? What just happened just then? Oh dear. Guys, it's great to have you with me today. It really is. This is episode number 262 of Youpreneur FM, and you are in the right place. Oh guys, you're in with a treat today. We're talking all about how you can tell your story better with online video. The brilliant Ben Amos is on the show this week to talk about that very topic. And let me tell you something. He brought. He, he gave me like two strategies on this call that even I started to take notes on like mad. So just when you think you know what you know about online video, like holy moly, that's good. I've got to. I've got to. I've got to take action on that. So I know you're going to enjoy the call with Ben. However, before we get cracking, just a quick reminder that Youpreneur FM is brought to you by the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, the premier online community for entrepreneurs wanting to build a profitable, sustainable business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. Community members get exclusive access to our acceleration training library, which includes everything you'll need to know to build, market, and monetize a successful business. And couple that together with our monthly mastermind calls, discounted tickets to our live events, and access to our enthusiastic, supportive member-only forums, and you've got everything you need to succeed. If you're serious about building the business of you, as I call it, and in the most rewarding, profitable way possible, then you must join us. So be sure to head over to youpreneur.com forward slash mastermind today for more info. So Ben Amos is a Youpreneur community member. He is uh, he's really our go-to online video guy inside of the community. People are tagging him all the time and everything. And he's just a very, very nice guy. He flew all the way from Australia to London to attend the Youpreneur Summit late last year. And um, I've just kind of – I have a little bit of a man crush on Ben truth be told. I've fallen in love with him a little bit. He's so giving with his expertise. He's always got so much time for his fellow youpreneurs. And uh, I asked him to really come on the show here to talk about the storytelling element of our businesses. And and think about it logically here, guys. As youpreneurs, we are the business, right? We are the unique entity within our business. It's very, very hard nowadays to get to the point where no matter what industry you're in, to be like totally original with what you do everyone out there has answered the questions you're going to answer they've provided solutions to the problems that you're probably looking to provide solutions to as well however you are the unique factor it's the business of you that we talk about so much and so the story behind us and how we've got to where we are and what we can do and how we can help our customers is what keeps us 100% original and I'm sure you'll agree with that Ben certainly does and he dropped value bomb after value bomb after value bomb on this upcoming conversation grab your notebooks and a pen you're going to need them here we go so Ben welcome to the show G'day, Chris. Thanks for having me. Mate, it is all my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to this conversation because 
everyone is going well listen there's not everyone but a lot of people are going a little bit video goo goo right now aren't they absolutely it's kind of everywhere you look on every social platform everywhere online isn't it it is and i think with very good reason i mean google have come out and said look by the year by the year 2020 so you know reality here two years from now right it's going to be 90 percent video content that people are consuming online i think a lot of people that have probably fallen in love with video then kind of fallen out of love a little bit and sort of taking their eyes off it are now slowly but surely starting to get back into it and taking it much much more seriously as well in fact actually my good buddy pat flynn is one of those people and he's going to be on the show very soon talking about his strategy for 2018 when it comes to video i know he's going big time into it um but you with with what you do at your business and you know the companies that you work with the individuals that you work with you're more than just creating video you're all about storytelling you're all about strategy creating uh, and you're a big believer that once a strategy is in place actually everything else becomes so so much easier right yeah absolutely i mean the background of of my business and my experience is in video production so you know i learned 15 20 years ago how to film and edit and create content and Eight years ago, starting a video production business here in Australia, that's what I was doing. I was companies were coming to me and asking for video content to be created. Now, this was very, I guess, early days of, of YouTube, and those companies were predominantly thinking that they would stick it on their website and possibly upload it to YouTube. And so that's what we did. We created content. Clients were happy. The content was great. They would stick it on YouTube and pay us and everyone would pat each other on the back and then 30 days later they'd count how many views they've got and need need to say most of the time the views were pretty dismal you know because there wasn't a strategy there they were creating content without any idea of what to do with it and so that kind of uh, i guess uh was the genesis of my what's now our core focus is online video strategy and getting the story right so let's talk about this a little bit then, because I mean, as youpreneurs, and, and we should also mention that you are a proud youpreneur community member as well. I did not mention that in our in our intro here, but I mean, absolutely, and, yeah. You're you're kind of like you've kind of the you've you're the go to video guy, aren't you? Inside, whenever there's a video question or YouTube question, they kind of just they tag you. <laughs> They get your attention by by mentioning you in the forums and whatnot, and you're always so so generous with your expertise and you know with your kind of points of view on things and ideas and things like that. But for a youpreneur, telling the story is where it all begins. I mean, this is it. This is why people are going to fall in love with us. This is why we will become the favorite of whoever we're trying to attract. It's because of our story, our background, our angle, whatever you want to call it. How can we actually effectively start planning how we're going to tell our story on video? Yeah, look, I mean, that is exactly why story is so powerful for a youpreneur or a personal brand or anyone really trying to differentiate themselves because ultimately the biggest differentiator is you. You know you know that. That's what youpreneur is all about. And often, you know, people get kind of – I guess, uh, you know, focused on the niche that they're playing in or their area of expertise or their expert knowledge. But ultimately, what really stands them apart, you know, there are other people, for example, that understand video strategy and work with clients on video, but they're not me. They don't have my story. And that's where 
the story of that individual or that personal brand can be so important to get right. And people do struggle with it. I struggle with it as well. You know, full honesty, I struggle with my own story and it's something that I'm constantly refining and working on. But there is strategies and there is formulas and and ways that we can talk about to help, you know, start to get clarity on what your story is and how to tell it on video. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other thing is a lot of people that I come into contact with when it comes to, you know, talking about video in, in more than just a kind of fly-by-night manner, a lot of people say that either the tech side of things, and I think we can call BS on that. I think we're all pretty smart enough to know that all you really need is your iPhone right, <laughs> to do video nowadays or at least get started. But, you know, they, they, they cite the the tech side of things is a reason why they don't even get started. And then when they do get started, they cite the, you know, the reasons of, oh, it's too much work or, you know, it's hard to get the production value that I want. Or, you know, they look at somebody, say, like, for example, Amy Schmidauer or Pat or Gary V or someone like that who's knocking out this incredible looking, you know, kind of vlog style video very, very regularly. And they say, well, if I can't do that, what's the point? What says Ben to that? Oh, look, absolutely called BS on that. I mean, you speak to any of those those names that you just mentioned, and their early videos were rubbish. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll, <laughs> yes. they'll admit to it themselves from a technical standpoint. But what they were doing is getting started, and that's you know ultimately it is getting started. My early videos were rubbish as well, but I've got obviously I've got nothing on on those names you mentioned there. But um, you know, really, what it comes down to is getting clear on why you're doing what you're doing. Um, you know, you may have heard of the idea of start with the why Simon Sinek, uh, a pretty awesome TED talk worth looking up. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that concept is really all around the idea of aligning how you're approaching things with how the human brain works. And, you know, ultimately we buy, buy or make a buying decision with, uh, with emotion and we justify that decision with logic. And that's exactly where the storytelling angle and getting your story right and using story needs to fit is at that emotional buy-in before you ask someone to buy, mm. well before you ask someone to buy. So, okay, start breaking this down a little bit more. Let's turn this into a bit of a masterclass from Ben. Uh, sure. And we, we should say, actually, for our Upreneur members that are tuning in right now, and even for those of you who aren't members, actually, for that matter, Ben did an incredible Upreneur workshop for the community not so long ago. It's been viewed hundreds and hundreds of times. And, uh, I mean, really, honestly, he, he walks you through this thing sincerely, step by step by step. But let me turn it into a bit of a masterclass here. How do we get started with this, Ben? What, what's the two or three things that we need to do right at the beginning of everything when planning our effective online video strategy? Where do we need to start? So it's absolutely about identifying who your audience is and what the journey is that they're going on to eventually buy from you or what that intended journey is. So, you know, in marketing terms, we're talking about mapping out the customer journey. And when you're really clear on who you're talking to, you're really clear on your audience, that's really the first step, the beginning of a good strategy or roadmap for your online video strategy. And then from there, what we need to do is to really, well, I simplify it about breaking it down into three main areas along that journey. And like I said, from that concept of starting with the why by Simon Sinek, the idea of starting with the emotional connection, you know, starting with the pain and connecting on that emotional level with what your ideal customer is feeling 
so emotions at play mm-hmm. that's going to trigger the decision that will lead them to, on that journey to buy from you. So that emotional uh, connection is where we start. And as we move further down, I guess we could call it a funnel, as we move further down that funnel towards the purchase, we move further and further not away from the emotional, but we move towards the rational because when they're parting with their cash, so when they make that sale, um, then that transaction needs to require some rational thought, okay? So basically, think of a sliding scale between emotional down to rational. So from basically, we've got the beginning of the customer journey where they're just fired up about things that are causing them, you know, to be awake at night, that they eventually make a decision to then buy from you. Mm-hmm. So if we break that down, just kind of picture it in your mind as a as a linear process where we've got three main areas in that. And if we break that down into that first area, right at that emotional end of the journey, the goal for your video needs to be connecting on an emotional level. So I talk about the goal of brand awareness. Okay, if you can get that emotional awareness right for your brand with your ideal customer, then you're getting them to sit up and pay attention, to feel that they're more connected with you, and ultimately to get them to come on the journey with you that will eventually lead them to buy from you. So this brand awareness content is storytelling. This is where you need to be doing your best and most powerful storytelling. Telling stories to people that are potentially uh, never heard about you before, but they want to connect on an emotional level and that's why story is so powerful. As we move further down into, I guess it's goal number two for your video strategy, I talk about engaging them on a social level. So the goal here is social engagement. And what that means is, you know, taking people on a further journey with you and providing further valuable content, education, information, or inspiration are really the three things that you want to be aiming to do here. Love it. Love it. This is where vlogging fits in really well because you want to be providing value through your content. You don't want to just be telling stories and, you know, impressive, well-crafted, emotional stories at this stage. Now you want to be giving real value. You want to be proving your experience and expertise, positioning yourself rather than prospecting through throwing money at Facebook ads. So here what you need to do is to be thinking about how you can build further relationships with your clients well before they've even bought from you. So what we want to aim to do here is really think about with every single piece of content that you're creating in this middle goal of social engagement, you need to be thinking about what value am I providing with this content? If there's no value, don't press publish. And then as you move through to the critical um, end of making that sale, because ultimately you can do this strategy really well, but if you're not creating content that actually gets people across the line and makes a sale, then you're effectively not in business. So as we're down this end, we need to understand that here people need rational content. So they need to know the facts and the figures. Now they need to understand your, you know, how long you've been in business and how happy your other customers are. And they need to know exactly what they're buying into. So what your guarantees are or what the specifics of your program are. But ultimately the problem is that that rational content, video that's focused on that rational um, features and, and benefits is what most people focus on with their content. They kind of forget about making that emotional connection first. And that's not the way human nature works. You know, right. we want to buy in first. Exactly. And, and you know, I say it all the time. 
people want to do business with other people. And so, you know, in order for us to be able to do that, I guess we have to let the guard down a little bit nowadays. You know, times have changed, right? And you know what? They're going to change again in 12 months from now and, and again a couple of years from now. So I think it's it's being kind of um, acutely aware of what's working and what's important to your viewers rather than worrying too much about or even focusing too much on just providing that that value 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 it's all about it's also about you know answering the questions and and providing the solutions to their problems as well right that's right absolutely and that's where the strategy becomes so important and kind of mapping that out because when you understand the purpose or the goal of any particular piece of content and where it fits within that customer journey then you know what you need to achieve with that piece of content or ultimately what you need the person watching that to think, feel, or do. And, you know, that's where it all begins with story because story is really should be some of the first points of contact that a potential customer has with you and your brand. Mm. So, all right, from a, from a business perspective then, I mean, it's all very well to talk about um, our personal stories. And I think a lot of us can can kind of muster that up to a certain degree. But from a business perspective, Let's say we've had a business up and running for a while. Maybe we're a personal brand entrepreneur and we've only got a handful of people working for us or even less than that. Maybe we're a slightly larger company and we're wanting to get more serious about our online video going, you know, going further into this year. Um, what can we do from a business storytelling situation? Can you give us any kind of tips uh, on, on how to tell the story more from a business perspective rather than a personal one? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's really the same sort of framework or process, whether you are telling sure. a, a personal story for business purposes, which is ultimately what youpreneur type businesses are, or you're, if you're telling a more traditional bricks and mortar or, or standard type of business story, it's still all, always about getting that emotional connection right. And there's there's four P's that I can share with you, which is a great framework for understanding and building out a, a story structure. Love it. Um, and... Credit to uh, Patrick Moreau and the Muse storytelling team um, for this as well. It's not my unique uh, idea, but I'll talk you through it because the four P's have been really powerful for us in helping us understand how best to tell our client stories. So the four P's are people, place, purpose, and plot. I'll talk those through for, for you quite quickly because the first one is obviously the most important. And that's people, identifying and getting really clear on who are the people that need to feature within your brand's story. So that obviously will be your customers, your ideal audience. They need to be the heroes of your story because believe it or not, you're not the hero of your own story. Your customers are the hero of your story. So that potentially could be your people as well. So you as the personal brand or your, your staff or your team or the people face-to-face -face with the clients every day. Maybe there's some element of suppliers or, or, you know, the stakeholders within the business. So whatever those people are, you need to identify really clearly who those people are that need to feature within your story and get buy-in across everyone who matters mm -hmm. before you tell that story. The next one is place. Now, place is important because stories don't exist without a, a location. Even <clears throat> Star Wars was once upon a time and long, you know, in a place a, a far, far away, 
almost lost it there. But basically, the <laughs> I, th- I believe it was a galaxy, Ben. A it was galaxy. a galaxy. A I long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But there you go. <laughs> you got it. So even Star Wars, they had a clear idea of place, even though it was a galaxy far, far away. Right. But the idea of place within a business story is the places in which the action takes place for your hero character. So there's kind of two ways to look at it here, and it comes from uh, Joseph Campbell's theory of the hero with a thousand faces, um, which is basically the idea that a hero starts in their ordinary world and they transition to their world of adventure, and then they go through trials and tribulations and they return back to their ordinary world as a changed man. So that's a standard story structure, which is in Hollywood films all the way through to ancient Greek mythology. But that idea of place is really the main thing is to understand the two types of places, the ordinary world of your hero, potential client character, your audience, and the special world in which the change takes place, which obviously you as a brand enable. Does that make sense? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's up to you as your brand to kind of identify where those places are, but they need to feature within your story. And then we move through to purpose. Now, purpose is critical and it's not what is the purpose of your brand here we're not talking what is the purpose of your business existing we're talking about what is the purpose of this story that you're trying to tell and when we can when we talk about purpose the best way to break it down is to think about getting agreeance on say maybe five keywords or key phrases that you want someone after they've watched this piece of content to do think or feel so it may be ideas, you know, words like trust or um, expertise or um, excitement or inspiration, whatever it may be, you need to think and get very clear on what the purpose of this story is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then final, the fourth P is plot. Now, this is where a lot of people get tricked up in, in telling a, a brand's story because it's hard to really uh, think about plot. We understand where plot fits in Hollywood storytelling and, and fictional storytelling, but as a brand story, where, where does plot fit in? And, but the thing is, without plot, you don't have an engaging story. There's nothing that's driving people through. Plots are moments of tension and release. You know, plots are, come from the idea of a desire meeting some kind of a barrier. And this is the tool to find the plot within your brand story. So your ideal client has some kind of a desire you can help them achieve that desire but what are the current barriers that are preventing them from reaching that desire it's kind of like what are you as a brand fighting against that needs to be your enemy which forms the plot there's you know heaps of ways you can brainstorm that with your team but really and that's a really quick summary but if you can identify and and you know, slap it up on a whiteboard or a flip chart or a piece of paper in a brainstorming session with your team and think about who are the people who are the, where are the places, you know, what is the purpose and what's our plot for this particular story? You've got yourself a pretty good start to a, to a good brand story. Gosh, I mean, I feel like I've just been taken back to like video university or something. <laughs> it's uh-huh. great. I mean, like, you know, because I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm the perfect, you know, poster child of someone who was all over video. Dude, honestly, when I got started online in 2010, I was putting video up on YouTube every week in 2010. And then something happened somewhere along the lines, and I'd say probably around about 2013 or so, I kind of, for whatever reason, I just stopped putting 
video up on YouTube. Like it was very, it was a very sporadic thing for me. It wasn't a consistent thing. And so here I am like, you know, wanting to do more, understanding the importance of doing more as well. Um, but also kind of in a little bit of a funk, I think, to a certain degree yeah. in terms of figuring out what angles I want to, you know, what what focuses I want to have and what the foundations should be for my new strategy. Because it's all very well saying I want to do more video and then sort of planning out 10 ideas. But there's got to be a foundation there, right? There's got to be something there that says, right, you're doing this for a very clear reason other than just getting it up there for SEO purposes, right? Yeah, and what you're talking about there, Chris, is something that I'm hearing from all corners. And I think really what it comes down to, and, and when you mention around that 2013 timeframe, it aligns really well with the idea of the massive democratization of video content production. And, and what I mean by that is the easier it became, so it became in the hands of everybody, mm. particularly in the pockets of everybody. Um, when that happened, there's really it only resulted in one thing and that's overwhelm. Right. You know, so the easier it is to create, so the more um, proliferant it is around you and the easier it is to pull it out and press record, often the easier it is to get overwhelmed. And that's the importance of pulling yourself back and not even thinking about what content you're going to create, but think about what you want to achieve through that content first and then making and creating a strategy mapped out so you understand what content to make and why. And that's when you can understand how to how to make the content and when to press record and when not to mm, mm, mm. i mean it's it's incredibly interesting to me to see how everything has changed so much and I, I want to ask you a question now based on youtube specifically i mean there was a time where like you say it became overwhelming everyone was publishing stuff up on youtube i've definitely seen less and less of that happening i'm sure you have as well but what i've seen on youtube now is quality's gone through the roof like nobody wants to put kind of a, a a selfie type video up on youtube anymore i mean they've got facebook live and periscope and instagram stories and all this sort of other other places where they can do that kind of video it's almost like they're not putting anything up on youtube unless it's like a genuine production would you agree with me on that or do you want to do you want to fight the powers that be a little bit i'm curious yeah, no, I would agree with you. I mean, you know, I think perhaps YouTube, you know, used to be what Snapchat is today, particularly for the younger generation where they, they had this desire to publish and they had the tools to publish, but they didn't particularly have the skills to publish, you know, high quality content. But now, you know, Snapchat, Instagram stories, that, that desire can be met through those platforms and they're not putting it in places as often like YouTube. And so therefore you're seeing... Uh, I think, and I agree with you, much higher quality content that's really cutting through. And, you know, obviously that's to do with algorithms improving as well. You know, we, we can't forget that YouTube work hard at creating or, or pushing good content to sure. their audiences. Um, but, yeah, ultimately I think it's about the proliferation of more and more platforms and places for people to publish, which is potentially, you know, meaning that people are putting content in – the right places more often, you know, quite possibly. Mm, mm. I mean, for me, I personally feel like, you know, I, I have no problems at all getting my phone out and, you know, going live on Instagram or shooting little Instagram stories or whatever. Like, for me, 
it's easy to do that. It's it's not a problem to show people my day and talk about what I'm up to and things like that. It would feel bloody weird and almost pointless to do that on YouTube now. Whereas, you know, the the series that I had earlier on in the year called Ducker Zone, I think there was 12 or 13 videos, um, they were a lot more focused on the production side of things with, you know, a, a good quality lighting and good quality audio and there was a little backdrop and, you know, all this sort of stuff that we put together for that. And I thoroughly enjoyed doing them, but likewise, I, I feel almost kind of weird putting those types of videos on Instagram. You know what I mean? It's, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, and it's about understanding and respecting the different platforms as individual platforms yes. because the truth is that, you know, YouTube is really like your, your library, um, like your own personal library, but other people are able to, you know, log in and, and check out some books. They've got their own library card to your library, right? But, you know, Instagram and Snapchat are kind of like your photo albums or, or your pin board uh, in your office. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't stick a half thought through, scrawled out, handwritten note into your library and file it with a Dewey Decimal system. You know, you you just wouldn't do that. That's where that's for your published content. That's the kind of content that you'd want people to to pick up and look at, you know, years down the track. But there's still mm. a place for those half thought through ideas that are, you know, stuck on your pinboard behind your, your office desk. And that's kind of I guess one way of thinking about the platforms is understanding where the platforms fit and how they differentiate from each other and how the audiences want to engage with any particular content on that particular platform and when you respect that that's kind of the you know that's the holy grail i guess of, of video strategy is getting the strategy right for each platform individually um, but it can become overwhelming to try and do everything on all these different platforms so with video i often suggest find your platform identify where it is and where your audience is and go hard on that Man, such good stuff. I wish we had more time. We don't, but I'm going to ask you right here, right now. I'd love to even dive deeper on this. Are you up for coming back on the show in the near future to sort of really deep dive on a few more things? Yeah, man, absolutely. I'll be honored. Okay, good. I, I genuinely want to dive deeper on this with you because, I mean, cl I mean, clearly you know what the hell you're talking about. So it's kind of, you know, why, why look elsewhere? Let's get Ben back on the show. I'm curious to know what you guys tuning in think of this concept. Drop me a quick tweet, okay, at Chris Ducker, hashtag Ben Video, all right? Then I know clearly it's about this episode. Uh, ben, you've actually got a little um, kind of a, kind of like a, not a worksheet per se, but a little bit of a, a, a collection of tips and tactics and things and things like that that you want to give away to the listeners as well. And thank you in advance for that. Give us the URL where we can grab a hold of that. Yeah, absolutely. Look, where, what you'll find on this URL is will be uh, a free copy of my my ebook, which is the online video strategy blueprint for online entrepreneurs, which is a great way to get started in in this and understanding this. And also a little video there as well, specially created for you, youpreneur FM listeners. So you can uh, grab that over at engagevideomarketing.com/youpreneur. Love it. Good stuff. All right, mate. Well, thank you once again for coming on the show and, and kind of I have a feeling like we've just wet people's appetites here. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping is going to happen anyway. But I do appreciate you making the time and coming on, man. I really do. You're most welcome. Thanks, Chris. 
All right, for you guys, we're going to have that link along with everything else at Ben's websites, his YouTube channel, Twitter, all that sort of stuff as well, over on the show notes, chrisducker.com forward slash episode 262. I will be back at you again on Tuesday next week with another Two Minute Tuesday. Until then, take good care and go shoot a video or something. Bye for now. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to check out the Youpreneur Mastermind community. It's the go-to resource for everyone wanting to build a profitable, future-proof business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. So whether you're just starting out or if you've been working hard on your personal brand and building your online platform for a while, the Youpreneur Mastermind community can help you take everything you've been doing to the next level. With lots of training, live mastermind calls, and thriving community forums where you can get the feedback, advice, and more energy and encouragement than you'll know what to do with, the Youpreneur Mastermind community is the perfect place for anyone wanting to learn how to build, market, and monetize their personal brand. For more info and to get started on your new Youpreneur journey, head over to youpreneur.com forward slash mastermind today. I'll see you on the inside.